0: Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Let's Kill Twitter, the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Let's Kill Twitter is recorded live and on Zoom, and this week's guests were the creator of the Laughing Labia Night, Alice Frick, and a pretty big noise on Twitter, Craig Deely. The tweets chosen covered a new book on Donald Trump, J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter 20th anniversary, Greta Thunberg and School Strikes, GB News and their accidental Partridge moment or one of them and Adele and her effect on Spotify. We hope you enjoy the show. Please follow us on Twitter at Zoom. Hello and welcome. It's Sunday night. It's eight o'clock and you're watching Let's Kill Twitter with me, Julian Hall. This is the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. No mean feat, of course, but thankfully, as you know, I don't do that alone. We've got two fantastic guests joining us. The comedians Craig Dealey and Alice Flick Frick. The first, uh, the first garbled sort of the night, Alice Frick. I've been practising all night as well. But also the fantastic comedian Sajila Kershey, my co-host. Hello, Sajila.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm OK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm OK. It's my um, second Sunday uh back with you um just just in case anyone's been watching this regularly just to let you know I was away so I've been practicing my physio this week and I think because last week I was having a little bit of uh, moments uh, sounding a bit Darth Vadery. um so yeah I I, I think I've, I've nailed it now how to breathe correctly <laughs> wow well,
0: that's that's a that's a big one no absolutely um so what's uh, we had a really good show last week I'm really looking forward to this show um but last week uh, we had a really good show and obviously just to let the viewers know that they can see that uh evening martin uh, top Hello, viewer, martin. martin um er, we can see all our clips and shows on youtube um everything that we've done since november 2020 i might add that makes tonight our anniversary show um we had uh, eric McElroy in for the trial run and then we had Constantine Kissing and uh, Viv, uh, why is, why names escaped from tonight? Grosk, yeah. Viv Groskow came in for the first show, which is the 20th of November last year. So everything is there on YouTube. So please do go to our YouTube uh, sh- uh, page and subscribe. And then, crucially, of course, please follow us on Twitter at LKT Zoom, uh, the handle of which you can see spread liberally across this screen, because you can engage with us live during the show. And obviously, that's what we'll post clips and news of the next show. And we generally try and curate as uh, as palatable collection of tweets as possible. Uh, speaking of which, Sir Julia, I think you've picked out a few. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, I because obviously we've got like really juicy ones from our guests. But um, I, 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 going from last week, we sort of briefly touched our guest did uh, Josh Howey and uh, Paul Tomkinson, uh, who were great on a great form last week. Um, touched on uh, the issues around um, JK Rowling now I just picked up the one where basically they've got a 20th um, anniversary if if, uh, if I'm not mistaken and the, the contrast between that tweet which is by John Boyne saying if I owed my entire career to one person and if I'd known her since I was eight if I was worth 90 million pounds because of her then not only would I defend her when maligned but I would refuse to take part in any reunion reunions that excluded her but that's just me hashtag JK Rowling um and so that was that was what you know that sort of caught my eye and I thought well yeah because um you know <laughs> she she has made these guys careers she basically reflected an opinion which a lot of people don't agree with she hasn't killed anyone there isn't you know uh, and this kind of like touches into a cancel culture but with with that, the fact that she's not going to be there, and they, that you know the, some of these stars have actually publicly um, said sort of dissociated themselves mm. from her. There's also a lovely tweet um, from Ashan Azad, yeah, right? right. Um, which uh, so she was obviously this now you know just a disclaimer here. I haven't actually watched any of the uh, the, the Harry Potter films when my son was young. My yeah. family would all insist on taking him, so I always seemed to miss out on watching the Harry Potter films. I don't know much about them uh, but I, obviously I know you know like enough about it so basically she says when the Philosopher's Stone film came out I was sucked into the magical world like every other kid little did I know years later I'd auditioned to uh, for a role that would change my entire life upside down everything to JK Rowling the casting agents in the Potter films hashtag 20 20 years so there's someone who you know who's also comes from a an oppressed minority group if you like who's kind of acknowledging the gratitude uh, of, of, you know, what that basically it doesn't matter what, what's happened, what's said, but she did, you know, support my career. So I was just intrigued by that. And, of course, sort of, I'm tippy-toeing around the bigger issues, which I'm not going to go into right now. Otherwise,
2: this would be the full show.
1: We'd never I get know, because we've got a full show. We've got a yeah. full show. But that was, that was my kind of picks this week. And um, I'll be honest, like, you know, Alice uh, and Craig, you know, when you run gigs you know and you give like an open mic a, a, a go and then they become really famous and they forget you it really fucking pisses you off right <laughs> I mean I think that
0: also I think these gatherings they're not always attended by um I mean it, it's, a, it's unfortunate and obviously there is the, the reasons behind this in terms that there is a schism between the the sort of um the, the cast and the um the writer in this Particular thing. Actually, one thing that maybe sort of try and tie this up in as neat a bow as possible. I know that when Paul Tonkinson was talking about this last week, he did sort of say that there was a kind of uh, he detected some kind of softening of this discourse, um, you know, around uh, around trans. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. But I do know that the uh, Stonewall boss this week has uh, come out and said that actually it is possible to hold gender critical views and not be transphobic. And that is a big i mean you can you can there is a context around that in terms of uh, stonewall losing clients uh, in terms of their training and that has definitely happened but that statement in itself might be uh, it might it certainly might help things but i um, i think that's that may well be a big ask so a nice bold choice uh, to open with i, I think yeah. and i'm going to go for something which is really not that um not at all controversial really although it's been slightly built up to be more than it is but Adele um basically to sort of um cut a long story short here is uh, well I'll read out her tweet actually she's quote tweeting a music site called Pop Crave uh, and who've uh, basically reported that following the release of 30 by Adele Spotify has removed the shuffle button as the default option when playing albums now listeners have to listen to every album's track list in order and Adele has uh, quote tweeted that and she has said, this was the only request I had in ever uh, in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story and stories should be listened to as we intended. Thank you, Spotify, for listening. Cru- the crucial thing here is that, it, actually, if you go to the album section, that is, that's obviously true. You can't uh, play them in a random fashion. However, if you go to an interval to track on the album and the shuffle icon is still there. So you can actually play the album in any order. It's, um, it's, it's such a, it's a bit of a kind of fuss over nothing, but it has prompted uh, quite a bit of discussion as you can imagine in terms of who owns art once it's being released into the wild, so to speak. And hopefully uh, I won't have to scroll down too far. Don't to we point. all,
1: all kind Maybe of I own art answer. in our own little way. Surely that's the whole beauty. Apart from yeah, obviously comedians' material, because like don't you don't own that? Yeah. We own that. But you know, you all isn't art to be enjoyed by everybody. Um, so, did you have another tweet to go with that? Oh, yes, I'm there's sure two here. Of...
0: They're both here. Um, this is two sides of the argument. So Phil Hurst totally agree with Dale. Most albums are made in sequence for a reason. Imagine if you played Sergeant Pet- Pepper on Spotify. The first track would be sergeant pepper's lonely half cup band reprise could be the first track so that would be crazy um and then dp murrow here tweets uh, no uh, what absolute nonsense once an artist releases an album it should become the listener's story i reorder the tracks of many of my favorite albums it doesn't take away from the experience it enhances it it makes my it makes my experience i don't understand why she would care um, I do think the point about Sgt Pepper and other concept albums is 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 a good one, but you, what you just said, Sergio, about ownership, I think is important. I remember years ago Lloyd Cole saying that once you've bought a record, it's yours to do uh, with what you sort of what you want. Although I think if he released So You'd Like to Save the World today, he'd probably be cancelled <laughs> because of the environmental argument on that one. I love you, Lloyd Cole. If you're watching, I know you're not, but I'm just going to say it anyway. But um, So that was a lively one, and I know you've picked um, you've picked another music industry one for later. Um, yes. But I, I think, think we, we should, should get we should get our, we should um, get our guests on. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so that's Alice Frick and Craig Dealey. I'll get you, I'm going to get the name. On. I'm going to be forever in Alice's debt now. Um, can, shall I introduce Craig, and then you can e- introduce Alice? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, it's a great pleasure to have uh, Craig on tonight because he's someone whose tweets I have retweeted from this account an awful lot, and from my own account. He's a Twitter legend with 20.5k followers uh, as of the time of uh, release. Uh, he's also a stand-up uh, with a repertoire of anecdotal observational comedy mixed with one-liner gags, combining humble self-mockery and tapping into the ridiculous of modern life. And who doesn't love that? is also an experienced stage actor and improvisation performer and has a podcast called Trish of the Day. So watch out for that one.
1: And uh, our other guest is um, the wonderful Alex, Alice Frick. Uh, it's Alice catchy, Frick. it's catchy. Sorry? It's catchy. It's
0: The catching. name thing's catchy. Alice
1: Frick, didn't I pronounce it, pronounce it correctly?
3: Yeah, go on, Alice? go on. Yeah. I'm, I'm just uh, Yeah,
1: no, so, uh, uh, you know, I, I've only worked with her just recently. She's a award-winning comedian, a funny woman finalist, uh, and uh, uh, she's from, most importantly, she's from Austria, but based in London, um, starting comedy in Austria, uh, and in Germany she's you know appeared on uh, Comedy Central WDR Germany which I'm assuming is like their MTV is it something like that something big like that over there um, and she spent time in Los Angeles performing at the uh, infamous comedy store in Hollywood uh, she moved to the UK where she's filmed her uh, sitcom which I'm dying to see uh, called What the Frick and her uh, latest comedy seller show A Frickin' Crazy Year um, has also it's, 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 it's been filmed recently am I right uh, yeah I think I saw that yeah um and she in a comedy in a stand up she does chat about being a foreigner, gold sister to you here and in the u k uh and uh, and coming out as gay uh to her religious grandmother. our stories could almost parallel each other um, and both have been really really very, very humble because they are both massively talented and alex uh, you don 't mention it, but of course, you ran a fantastic night it 's one of the best clubs I've played so well run called uh, Laughing Labby is, uh which you know um, given where we are I think it's, it's actually a very bold and, and, and wonderful title for, for for a night and it's as we all know who promoted comedy it's a very hard thing to get right and you always sell out uh, so welcome Alice Frick and Craig Dealey.
0: Yeah welcome to the Zoom Room guys. Hello. Hello. Evening. Hello. Thanks, apologies for going all hello, hello on you, Alice, and calling you <laughs> flick instead of freak. <clears throat> oh dear. But how so how are you guys? Let's uh, what we usually try and do is we do a little kind of summary of how we are in real life, IRL, and then we talk a little about our about our uh, online existence. Um Alice, why don't you kick kick off what how is it being back gigging and uh you know just being the sort of relatively normal in the uh whatever stage of the pandemic we're in at the
4: moment yeah it's it's great to be back on the live stage and to see the audience now i've done a lot of zoom geeks actually during the pandemic and i've seen a lot of things <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes people left the camera on and i had one time a naked person in the audience or basically on zoom so that was quite um irritating but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's like only face
0: like you're watching only
4: yeah it's just like okay where do i look now <laughs> what do i but uh, yeah so it's quite nice to be back on a stage and and to travel and see other comedians and not just be behind the computer i i do enjoy that and what about you craig how's it
3: yeah been? Uh, yeah
2: the same really it's nice it's all starting to come back again um albeit quite slowly but yeah it's nice to just be um interacting in real life yeah i've, done, I've been doing zoom gigs as well uh, as Ali said and they are some can be absolutely lovely but some of them are just weird they can be really just odd you know i did a couple of corporate ones where the bosses had told the employees to turn their mics off because obviously in a previous zoom gig they'd all been too noisy and chatty so they t- turn your mics off so you're basically performing to nothing um, which is quite similar to my live gigs, really, but uh, no, it's, it's nice to be, it's uh, nice to be back.
1: Yeah, no, it is great. Just like what Alex uh, just said, uh, picking up on the nakedness, when I was first like new to the medium and um, I think I joined some sort of um, group and it was, I think it was Islamic art and, um, you know, they're quite sort of uh, conservative people in there. And I, I've <laughs> just got, I've got out of the shower and I was running late for the meeting and I had my phone. I thought, well, I'll just put it down thinking not, that it wasn't on. And I'm sort of, yeah. then I just suddenly caught a sight of my own boob. And <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. This is and I was like, please don't let anybody have seen this. You know, some really conservative Muslim people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and they probably thought the same thing, Alice. They probably said that that's really irritating. <laughs> that was really irritating. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm loving your um, your sort of, I don't want to go down the obvious Austrian joke and say your basement, but your studio, Alice, is, uh, it seems to be selectively... Uh, insulated for sound <laughs> yeah or just yeah just artistically it's, select
4: it's <clears> my <throat> Austrian basement studio basically
0: yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool good stuff uh, no, so what I... if, what about online so uh, Alice I'll start with you again what's your um, what's your kind of vibe online you, you know somebody prefers Instagram to Twitter um, how do you feel about Twitter uh, and and your sort of general social media diet really
4: so, I actually feel quite old with all the so- social media things, but maybe that's because I'm from Austria and we had everything later than everyone else, <laughs> but I, I still use Facebook maybe the most, and Instagram and Twitter maybe second most. I have done some vlogs on YouTube, so I've used that for a bit for a while, but yeah, my, my go-to is probably still Facebook, the old okay. generation.
0: Okay, and have you you sort of, do you generally sort of, have you had any kind of engagements with Twitter that were sort of particularly memorable, or do you just steer clear of anything too, too toxic, I suppose?
4: Not yet. Not yet. I had some discussions on Facebook, but on Twitter, I have not had any big engagement and madnesses. But who knows? Because Austria is there now a lot. So maybe it's just a question of time. Maybe this week is my week. (laughs) It's been it's been it's been trending this week, hasn't it? Austria? I know.
1: uh, I don't know if you've got any comments around that, but uh, yeah, it has been trending. Um, But yeah, I guess we should get um, from from Craig. Uh, Who you do have a lot of followers, and I know one of the things that has been part of your online journey has been having to explain your jokes that you put out. Uh, Is there one famous moment?
2: uh, I mean, it used to be used for me. It used to be it used to happen on Facebook mainly. So you'd put I used to put jokes on Facebook before I got into Twitter, and people would um, reply not getting it it was a joke. uh, and, and then I started noticing it happening on Twitter as well. So, um, you know, that when it was uh, it was Penguin Awareness Day, for example. So I just stupid. I just posted a picture of a, of a magpie and said, let's let's celebrate these beauties. And people, the number of people that replied with, um, that's a magpie. It, you know, it's it's a joke. In my in my bio on Twitter it says I do tweet stupid things. I'm not saying I'm an engineer or I'm, a, you know, a scientist. I just tweet stupid things. So <laughs> take everything, at, you know, with a pinch of salt. I know it's a magpie. That's the joke.
1: And it was, didn't you have a show sort of referencing? Because I know that one of the, the yeah. hashtags that you had was it don't join in. And what was the other one? The,
2: the, I, mean, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. So I, before uh, the pandemic, I I wrote a show and it's called Literally the Joke. And it's basically about those kinds of interactions on Facebook and Twitter where people either don't realise it's a joke or worse than they explain the joke back to you. Quit explaining. Like, I, I want I, that to
1: become the I language promise, of quit explaining. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I promise I know it's a joke. I wrote it. I promise I get my own punchline or they reply explaining why, why the joke's funny or, you know. And, and so, yeah, I wrote a, a show. Unfortunately, the pandemic put pay to it. I'm hoping to revive it and. Uh, and and take it on a little tour somewhere but uh, yeah so i wrote a show about it because it's just the the material was rife
0: so what um it's funny because you just reminded me that darren walsh on facebook um punster darren walsh actually when he says something genuine on facebook he actually has to put in brackets this is not a part yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I i sometimes do the same on facebook. To, by the way this is not a joke or i preempt people's potential responses in, you know, With their own punchline suggestions, or they're trying to improve the punchline. So I, I sometimes try and preempt that in the comments box, and put before you start, and then I will write the suggestions. Don't bother saying this, 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 this. Um, but you know, it's just, it's, so
1: it's just. So it. said, did you do? Should, should we sort of launch into? The, well, yeah, just you know. want to ask
0: one more question, and we should absolutely should, but just one more question, Craig. In terms of the sort of going big on Twitter, has it had any uh, sort of? Discernible impact on on you know a live work or anything else?
2: Um, I, I, not really. I mean, in a way, yes, uh, because a few um, promoters have seen my stuff on Twitter, but it's not representative of my live stuff because I do my live stuff is mainly it's, it's sort of one liners, but as part of stories. Whereas the stuff I put out on Twitter is often you know puns. Um, I, I use Twitter to try new stuff out, yeah. but also I just do stuff that i'll never do live it's just you know a bit of fun on twitter some jokes only work written down so um it has in a way what one thing it led to was i um i got to do some greetings cards i did some um reimaginings of some ladybird book covers about eight years ago um and i know i wasn't the first to do it but somebody spotted them and they said we'd, we'd like to make some of these into greetings cards so
3: that
0: was uh, a good, nice thing. That's good. Yeah. Happy Twitter story. So yes, yeah. Julia, right? We should um, we should launch into. And I will start with a biggie actually that Alice picked out on the Donald Trump Jr.'s account. So uh, let's let's find it first, and then Alice, if you're happy to read it, and then just uh, tell us what sort of, what's going on. Um, so obviously the yeah. Trumps are not the Trumps are not quiet.
4: They not They're quiet. out
3: there. Here we go. Here
4: we go. Yeah, huge news! A new book by President Donald Trump is being published. Oh, everyone is excited about this. <laughs> Coming out next month, our journey together—a beautiful 300-plus page, color coffee table style. Read all about it. Wow, it's um, yeah. I thought, who doesn't want to have this 300-page <laughs> color <laughs> book? On the uh, coffee table. It's a perfect Christmas present for people you don't like. <laughs>
3: yeah. I
2: think I've read it says read all about it. I've read all I want to about it now. <laughs> yeah.
4: it. In that one That's tweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean you can't read more, the rest is just pictures, you know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs>
2: what you can would use you put... it as a coffee table.
0: Yeah. What would you put in that um, you know, but I mean there'd be a huge sort of uh I mean there'd obviously be the Bible section, that would be, you know, when he held up the Bible at uh, that time, uh, yeah. I don't know, I mean, you know, got to think.
2: I'm betting he's not mentioning um, how Stormy Daniels referred to his penis. I'm, I'm guessing that's not going to be in it.
0: Yeah, or, or, or the pee tape. I mean, like, you know, yeah. some really grainy, t- really grainy stills from the sort of the pee tape in there. It yeah. could be a kind of, because re- he did bring that up a couple of weeks ago at a Republican convention out of nowhere. He just said, uh, hey, I don't even like golden showers. Which is just like no one asked, and you're three years too late.
3: <laughs> quite
1: honestly, <laughs> um, oh, that's quite it, terrifying. What, it says it? our journey together. Who's 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 the plural? Who is he talking about?
0: Well, him and his it's Don 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 Trump and Don Trump Jr. Presumably, unless he means oh, okay. unless
2: a, he and means the voices not, in his head.
0: Missing, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, QAnon, <laughs> maybe he means the QAnon <laughs> journey together. It's a frightening prospect, but just in time for Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Wow, I'll watch the space to see how that one sounds. I really
2: object to that spelling of huge as well.
4: Yeah, and that's, <laughs> it and that's, that's like the, the first characters.
2: word. <laughs> it really jars with me.
0: <laughs> Although you do get the sort of the sound sense of it. Yeah, just for our podcast listeners, that is spelt Y U G E. And he didn't put y- Yarl on there, which y'all. I think you'd probably be tempted to do, because that would speak quite well <laughs> to his base, I think. Wow, yeah. that's. Uh, Okay, I've got. I mean, it's almost like a. It, that's when I saw that tweet, I was thinking, surely not, surely this is uh, some kind of fake news, but it's not. It'd so make you
1: splutter your coffee on the table, wouldn't it? Once you, if you just picked it up and you just opened the first page, it'd probably just be spewing your coffee all over the place. I can't think of anything <laughs> worse, really. Um, so, I, should, should, Craig, can we go? Yeah, hang go
0: on. on. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think which, which order we put Craig's tweet. I
1: quite like the. Is it the Internet? It's magic sometimes that one.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Hang on, we will get there in the end. I was because I
1: needed to. Yeah, wanted to find out what exactly because it has so many. Mm. It kind of encompasses everything that's on the internet, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my we'll God, there's loads
1: there. of it going on on that one.
0: Yeah, when you put them in likes, it does. It has this slightly uh, weird thing of uh, of not collecting them in the way that you would like. Well, uh,
1: would or even you could... be... Oh,
0: actually,
3: what
0: I'll do is I'll oh, there, oh, we... oh, there. there we go. There it's, oh, my goodness, it's it such a good tweet. Yeah, it's Debbie Mia, the Debbie Mia. Um, the internet is magic. Sometimes very much needs the sound on. Let me put it on.
1: Yeah. So Craig, do you want to... It's Basically. I love this. <laughs>
2: This would need to be the first track on the album. You couldn't shuffle this. It has to be the introduction
3: song. Wow. Okay. We, won't, we won't do it uh, few yeah, minutes. Obviously, but, uh, I would, yeah.
1: I'd urge you all to go and just watch the whole thing. It's just, it's just a delight. But Craig, why, why, this, why this tweet?
2: It just really, it just really tickled me, and it just made me feel really smiley. And um, I mean, it's got a cat making a funny noise. What's not to love about that? <laughs> and catchy tune, a catchy cat based tune, which I don't think we've seen since the Meow Mix advert. Um, it's just, I think it's just, uh, it really brightened my day up when I saw it. And uh, I, I, I would buy that if it was a, on release. I think it's brilliant. It's
1: a great video as really well, isn't cute. it? It's yeah, it's actually a really great video also, to produce with
2: that. <laughs> technically, it's a really expertly put together video because you know, when you do Zoom calls, it's it's hard enough trouble stopping people talking over each other, but they're all playing perfectly in time. It
0: is does edited? remind me. Oh see, look what we just did, we just talked over each other. Oh see, I, my case. I was just my case. gonna say it does remind me very slightly of the um it's like a kind of nice homemade version of the Lou Reed perfect day, just, just with, with cats
4: essentially yeah 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 Yeah. and now alice what did you think of that one (laughs) it's great i would buy it too i mean i think with the starting with the cats that's brilliant 13.2 million views wow yeah it's really it's one of
1: those things that i think does you're right i think craig's got it wrapped it spot on it makes you happy you watch it and it's just like if we're going to detox your timeline these are the kind of yeah. things we want to see, right?
4: I mean, I would oh, like no. them for the next song contest as a band. Yes! Yeah. for yeah. 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 the next Eurovision. We
0: need them in the UK, otherwise we're going to get null point. That's a good idea, we do cats. We'll call it Perfect Day, P-U-R-R, uh, and we'll have cats doing
3: <laughs> no, oh, it. I
0: have
2: no idea what a sensation it's become.
1: <laughs> how, so, how has Austria done in, in the past, in the origin?
4: Has it... Has it are we has it done better than us? Well, it did one time with Conchita Wurst. We had another time, mm. uh, ah, of course, Jürgens, <sighs> like years ago, but Conchita Wurst was just recently, yeah, that was pretty oh, good. Great. And after that, I don't really know where really Austria has. is. <laughs> Austria disappeared again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the last U- uh, British one was, wasn't it, wasn't it, um, Katrina in the did? Waves. No,
2: Katrina in the Waves, 1998.
1: Oh, Katrina Waves. I on, yeah. that one. Yeah. Love shine a
2: light.
1: That was ah. all right. That was that was quite good. Yeah. But uh moving on from uh, your vision, I think and I, I think we're on the next for the rest ready for the next tweet, Julian.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well this is one of yours, uh, uh, Alice. And again, I think it's another sort of uh, it's another very nice Twitter t- a nice tweet. <laughs> so if you just wanna yeah, just run through this.
4: Yeah, I think this is brilliant. This is from uh, Shapi, where she she had to retweet it because I think she has deleted it. <laughs> But it's basically her daughter capturing her um, on her school run, and I love it when she was wearing. It's a brilliant photo, <laughs> very, very good to put it that is. on. And with her jacket being caught at the door, I this happens to me all the time because I have I, an even bigger jacket. I call it sleeping bag for a proper winter jacket now, and it gets caught everywhere. I look like a big penguin. Oh, here we are. didn't we have the penguin one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, a,
0: a friend of uh, mine uh, sent me a picture the other day and said, oh, we we're off to London. And they, they had this quilted jacket, but I had no idea it was a quilted jacket at the time. And I said, why have you got a sleeping bag on the train? It's like, it's not that long a journey. So I can totally imagine what this jacket's like. But so this is uh, Shafi, I think we can still call Shafi because she's still got that on her handle. Uh, Shafi called Sandy, and it's a picture of her coat uh, being stuck in the door. <laughs> my daughter capturing the <laughs> indignity of the school run. And she's quote tweeted it. And said, "Alas, I deleted this by accident. Reposting as my daughter takes lots of pictures of me without my knowing, and this was her finest work." I said, "Those young, young, mm. youngsters are pretty handy with their cameras, <laughs> I have Catching silly. them because yeah, <laughs> they've always got them in the hand.
2: That's why. This
0: is true. This is true.
4: And I think also her 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 t-shirt or her pullover says all you need is love <laughs> it's, it's, everything is perfect in this yeah. picture they combine, the facial expression the, the, the look of despair
3: uh, on her face <laughs> i think i think
1: i think the daughter's going to be a, a great future, like satirical photographer um because you're right it's, it's, you have call, and have you guys ever been caught out in, in you know obviously last year we were all that was our default button wasn't it the last year like going to the shops in our pajamas but um have you been caught out like this before on, on, on some
0: people did video. that
1: before the pandemic, do so
2: love. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it just justified it for for some people. Yeah, like they they did it anyway. So, uh, yeah. No, I I wasn't caught out going to the shop in my pajamas, but I I do what what uh, Shappy did. I do it all the time. Going into the bathroom, um, always something catches onto the, the door handle and sort of drags me back. So it's
1: always my dressing gown. Cold. yeah it's
4: just i think for me i don't know i all my clothes you know when people see me they always think that austria austrian people wear clothes made out of curtains anyway because of the sound of music <laughs> <laughs> so we have quite a big stereotype so i think
2: don't you, burst my bubble alice don't normal. tell me that don't <laughs>
4: yeah
2: please don't shatter that illusion <laughs>
0: So I've lined the next one up, and this is one of, uh, of your choices, Craig. And I'm pretty sure I remember the original of this because it's fairly unforgettable. Um, um, yeah, do you want to want to run through this and we'll it? Basically,
2: again, this just this just really tickled me, um, and I was really angry for the person who tweeted it. She went on a date with someone. Um, it didn't quite work out. She wasn't really um, in, she wasn't interested in taking it any further. And she they were messaging each other, and she told him. You know, I don't think we'll see each other again. And he asked for his money back that he spent on the date.
0: It's great. So it's from um, it, Lauren, not LaurenNotLozza is her handle. Uh, so she's uh, mm. tweeted, six years since that lad tried to enforce me. <laughs> me. Invoice, Invoice me? Invoice me for a shit date. Uh, and it's just... Uh, so basically, yeah, I mean, you can you can sort of... I won't go through the whole conversation, but the, the, the killer line, she's basically saying that, as you say, she's not interested. And at the end, the guy says... Uh, it's a shame you consider a date to be a waste of time when it doesn't end on your terms. How about, I, oh no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. That's what this she, is she is. said, yes. Oh, I that. oh, damn, you see, the annoying thing is that I only saw, I didn't see that bit earlier, the bit I saw was uh, him saying, okay, fair enough, can you pay me back for your yeah. coffee? I don't yeah. like wasting money. I prefer to use it on yeah. a date with someone else, which is just yeah. mind-boggling. Um, and I will just yeah. give her the last word, obviously, on that. It's a shame you consider a date to, to be a waste of time when it doesn't end on your terms. How about I donate £3.50 to a charity of your choice to give you a chance to regain some decorum? I can even bump it up to £5 to cover your bus journey too, if you like. Might also be so bold to suggest the Royal British Legion as it was armoured to stay yesterday. It's gone out of a way to be, to be nice there. It is,
2: I, mean, I think it was a perfectly reasonable letdown. Um, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. And she let him down very nicely and very, you know, if you're going to be let down, I think that's the way to be let down but he just obviously wasn't having it and it's £3.50, come on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you say that, I know, I have a friend who's, uh, when she split up with a relationship for two years, he'd made, he had a whole itinerary of all the things that he'd paid for, that she'd never paid him back for, that she probably should pay him half for, like dinners, meals they'd gone out for, holidays they'd been on and was quite happily paying for it when they were together, but suddenly it was like, you know, she had an Excel spreadsheet on, on what, what should be paid back um mm. and I think that's just really petty and I, I know I've spoken to um kind of you know people have been divorced before that how not all men but you know they can they can like use fi- like financial means to kind of control you And this one was like you know yeah well that'll teach you a three pound fifty give it back to me and that, that'll <laughs> make you feel small for turning me down it's just it just feels like a really um it's a, it's a beautiful I'm glad you picked it because it's 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 funny. It's good. It's, it's again, yeah. you know, as a as a tweet, it picks up all the all the things. Can we can you know we're all about it and we can it, laugh about it. It's a, yeah, it's a whole story.
3: Yeah, the whole story, whole yeah. story. Um, yeah.
1: and also it doesn't like to sort of be, t- you know, kind of rejection. Try doing yeah. stand up comedy, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. what if we
0: got, any sort of. Uh, I mean, it's incredible. It just makes me think that this guy is like uh, maybe only gets. As far as one, I would assume he only gets as far as one date and one coffee spent on that date. So I think he's made this three pound fifty like last from day to day or something. But uh, have we got any sort of dating horror story? I mean, this any if you read this, it just sort of makes you shiver and think of, of you know bad dates really. But anything that springs to mind,
2: um, I putting mean, you on the spot here. I, I wish I, I wish I had because I know it's a, it, it can be a staple for some uh, a lot of comedians material drawing on really bad dates but i haven't i've had a lot of boring dates in my single days um but there was never any sort of real disasters as far as i'm concerned maybe it was for the other person on the date maybe they they got there and thought okay how
1: boring we're talking are we talking you falling asleep boring are you talking
2: just just neither i said anything to and i was probably very boring as well just nothing to talk to each other about and just couldn't wait for the evening to end. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then you know, not couldn't wait to get the bus home because I wouldn't have driven because I would have needed a few drinks, uh, <laughs> as I'm sure.
1: My date uh, would or, have as well. You, well, £3.50 bus fare.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah I a bus.
1: <laughs> what about you, Alice? Bad, bad, bad dates?
4: Yeah, well, I think maybe... Maybe on a bad date, I would ac- I would actually charge because I think when things go bad, then I just try to pull out some comedy material and be like really entertaining, and it's it's really hard work sometimes when you just do a show for an hour and then and then just want to go home so actually yeah. i could write invoices and say could you pay me for a solo show invoice <laughs> invoice them, them. <laughs> but you can only
0: invoice them if you don't get any material from the date though i mean yeah. otherwise, it's, just, it's like yeah. money in your pocket invoice uh, for the yeah. time
1: expenses and you're absolutely right alice because it is it is an hour of your quality time that you've given that you know you have to be playing the clown yeah, yeah i get it Yeah. Uh, what about mm-hmm. julian we've never spoken about this but have, you would have you would i have can't remember to caught. be honest i wish i could Bad remember
0: dates. i do think a bit like craig actually though i think they've been more not like these horror stories that you hear which i'm kind of glad about really i don't necessarily want it to be although who knows i could have i you know could get material i could get tweets out of that um but i think it's more those dates where you just sort of have to sort of make that Mm. um Mm. not really early meeting in the morning you know but that kind of thing you know when people set up such a relief
1: no uh, sorry didn't mean to interrupt but i was going to say i love the when people have the call set up like like just call me halfway through the day and then just like oh what oh no oh my god they're dead i have to leave i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's
3: the sex
0: in
2: the city (laughs) moment isn't it something
0: yeah. bad happened
2: oh yeah i did have a friend i did have a friend who, who um uh, and she gave me permission i actually used uh, this story in, in one of the silly videos i make but she had a day and she was really hung over on this date from the night before and at one point she had to go to the toilet to be sick and uh while well, she's been sick the toilet big wooden toilet lid came down and landed on her nose oh, and basically um <laughs> split the top of her nose so she had to t- walk back to the seat with blood sort of streaming down her face. Didn't say a word. Just sat there caravan eating her dinner. And <laughs> nothing <even laughs> mentioned about it. Wow. Well,
3: okay.
2: Resilience. All right.
0: Uh, okay. I feel like something sort of serious after that. Let's do... Um, let's do the environment. Yeah, oh, there it is.
3: Yes. Greta
0: Thunberg. Dunberg. Uh, this is your choice, Alex. Uh, so yeah, this is it. Greta just saying school strike week 170, hashtag Fridays for Future, hashtag climate strike, hashtag the system.
4: Yeah, so I, w- I was just thinking, I mean, uh, week 170, she's very productive, actually, looking back. She has been going on for a long time. And actually, I didn't want to use any tweets from Austria, so I just thought I'd, I, I'd throw her in <laughs> to distract from Austria. <laughs> Where's, where
0: is the school strike here, though? Where's the picture? Do you know? Uh, no, because it's, it's the the language on the it looks like is it Dutch? It's, I think it might be Dutch. Possibly. No, I
2: think it's it's Norwegian. I think.
0: Oh right, nice Possibly. spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it look, it, yeah, I don't know what that building is in the background. It could like it looks like they're on the Royal Mile <laughs> almost, but I think yeah, maybe maybe it's Norway. Um, I mean, it, yeah. it is she? Because we've had COP twenty six and we've had. Some progress versus, um, you know, uh, Greta's message of you can stick your whatever up your eye. What thought you say stick your agreement. I can't remember. It's all very football. It slightly surprised me. It's just like, it's all a bit football for me. But um, I mean, do you think, like any campaign, obviously, you know, obviously, why wouldn't you keep on going? But you kind of, like, whatever progress is made is never going to be good enough, is it really?
4: Yeah, well, I think, um, I mean, I think what she started is pretty good, and she probably has done more than a lot of politicians have achieved in her early years, um, because she's now 18 or how old is she now? Yeah, 18 now. Yeah. So, um, so I think that's that's pretty good, and she, uh, her sum up from uh, COP26 was blah blah, so I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. <laughs> impressive as well. Yeah. Uh- I think it's, done... it's controversial, and people have mm. a lot of opinions about her. But looking at but her career, she's, I she's think... raised awareness
2: more yeah, than a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, I think
4: That's pretty, and it's yeah. this is important because this is a problem that we have and live with, and which will get even worse over mm. the years. So I think it mm. it doesn't hurt to, uh, yeah, have young people also involved. Yeah, no, fair I know, enough. I
0: mean, yeah. So Jayla, what were you
1: gonna? I was gonna say. I know we've mentioned before in the show um, about the way that she has been, you know, pulled apart, um, you know, by grown adult men, um, you know, throwing dummies out there and just, just completely being, you know, vile about her. Um yeah. And I and I just, you know, wonder if if it's really um, that she's really uh, 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 representing all young people who do seem to be a lot more um, kind of leading from, you know, leading on the whole environment front. And are we just, is it that she's just been overexposed and that's why she gets this? Or, I mean, what are your feelings on on this kind of love-hate relationship that goes the press
2: have got with her? I think, yeah, I think she has, um, yeah, she's, set out to get exposure, I think, and it's it's I think it's good all for the good because these issues need do need to be um raised, and because she's so young, young people also look up to her and 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 she's an inspiration to a lot of people, and because she rubs a lot of the establishments up the wrong way, they don't like it
0: It's a yeah. youth thing as well, though isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean no one really likes to be caught out by someone who's sort of younger um i yeah. mean and there's that element to it. I mean, she's 18 now, so she has gone past that kind of being, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. are you smarter than a schoolchild type scenario.
2: But, yeah, but she even had a bit of a, a ding dong with Donald Trump, didn't she? Going back to a week earlier, she, uh, <laughs> yeah, he made some comments about her, and then she sort of gave him a, she burned him with a, a, a comment of her own. So.
1: Burned, good girl, good girl. But I think you're you've hit the nail on the head, literally. It's because it's 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 being young and being caught out by the young uh and and you know nobody likes that nobody it's like those really really Mm. really smart kids you know when we were younger that were they'd like they'd have done their PhDs by the time they were eight oh yeah yeah and they were just precocious annoying children but actually she may be precocious but she is saying something really valid and really important and she's really committed to it um and and
4: yeah that's going to get a lot of people's back up I guess and mm. I think it and also shows that also children have something to say. You know, it's mm. easy sometimes to think, oh well, they have to learn first before they ha- can have an opinion. But, you know, so many adults have an opinion and they actually should learn themselves first as well. And, yeah, I think that's it is pretty impressive how much she reached and how many people she reached. Yeah. And it's, it's their future. I mean, it's our future, but yeah. actually mm-hmm. it's more important for, they, for, for them, and they, know. they have a reason, yeah. yeah.
2: They know they directly,
0: they will be directly affected by it, yeah. Mm. No, fair enough. Um, I was watching just recently, just real time with Bilma, who did point out that Geta Thunberg is, uh, despite having, what, she got 18 million followers? No, okay. She was just pointing out how many, uh, he was pointing out how many more followers Kylie Jenner had (laughs) in the millions. So that was that kind of like, "Mm, okay, is the younger generation totally tuned in, or is it still about shoes, Mm. but... But she has done, you know, she was obviously, I mean, look, when you look at those photos of her on her own outside the school, when she first started that journey, then, you know, there's, there's no getting away from it. It's, mm. it's made a massive mm. impact.
1: So. Aspiring yeah, I'm young women, actually. Um, oh, oh, I've just seen a visual thing on out on one of the tweets. Who can we go? I don't know who picked this one with a fish. Oh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that
2: did. That's right. That's one of mine.
1: Right, let's go back. Is and it a got pepper, pepper as well. I love is, the yeah. pepper thing too. Oh, hang
3: on. There we go. That's too, that's too Who, big. Who's, who's, was that? There it is. Craig's. Yeah. Yeah. This
1: I just really <laughs> tickled
2: me. It's one of those tweets, you read it, you thought, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. Sometimes you look at a photo <laughs> and you automatically make a caption for it in your head and this is the perfect caption. And also because, you know, as you get older, I'm quite old and sometimes I accidentally choke on my own saliva a little bit. <laughs> just because of my age. The <laughs> same reason, you know, I can pull a muscle just by breathing because I'm old. Uh, it just really tickles me. oh yeah. Um
3: and it's just a it's just, just a silly tweet. <laughs>
2: no political agenda. Just it's, it's just there. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, the least... people have been saying I've been commenting on this. Uh me before I wake up, I don't even know why literally might be two minutes ago. I mean it has it's it's got a lot of like, people commenting yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's uh, well. and,
1: uh, I love when that happens because that's a bit of fun on a on a, on a day, yeah. isn't it? Uh, on, on Also the... it's it's
2: a really funny fish face. It's
0: <laughs> it's a bit McJacco, isn't it? <laughs> uh I yeah.
3: didn't
1: know fishes had tongues. Is that a tongue coming out? It does look like it, doesn't
3: it? it, doesn't yeah. it?
0: There's one, there's a couple of fish things on Twitter that seems to sort of emerge, as it were, that, you know, they've like got teeth and they've got these really sort of human... Oh, yeah. And, oh, uh,
2: well, God. There was one about a fish that, fish that accidentally sw- um, that ate somebody's false teeth, but they were facing the right way around. So it's like, <laughs> took this fish like Ken Dodd.
1: I literally <laughs> saw a, a cookery programme last night with that fish, with the real teeth. And uh, they were making, yeah, they basically pulled the teeth bit off and then it said, oh, look, look human wow. teeth. And I was like, I don't even want to touch. They're supposed to be really delicious. Uh, and I was like, oh, God, it would just make me, no. It's like, it would be like eating your granny or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not not nice. But there was a, there was a pepper one to, on the theme of, like, foodie things. There was a great uh pepper.
0: right yeah 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 that was who, who nice had that thing. one uh, that's actually mine i just picked it up today i love so, this ryan thompson uh this pepper has seen some shit and it's uh, a red and <laughs> reddish green orange pepper and it just looks like it's hunched in a corner and it yeah it's quite incredible it Look slightly decapitated no, like hangovers
2: it's like one of my hangovers i guess. <laughs>
0: It's a bit like Pepper's being held hostage uh, by like uh you know marrow or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Some it's it's lovely visuals this week actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah there um, have been,
1: and I think that's like another thing that makes like to great. What about the latte, the the, the, the uh, cappuccino thing in the blue? Uh, them,
0: guess? yeah, or yeah. That, no, sorry, that's still me.
3: <laughs> Quickly go. Let's.
0: We'll have a little. Here we go. This is okay, uh, Justine yeah, this... Stafford. Uh, comedian and uh, very good sort of uh, visual gags as well. <laughs> when a barista pees, so you've got in the bowl uh, the the kind of shape that they make on top of a latte. Really it's a nice little bit of Photoshop there.
3: That's
1: really good. Is it Photoshop? I actually imagine someone going into the loo and doing the little shaky thing with. Would the Would you really the want the to do,
0: the... do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> you see
1: now, uh, how clean is your home? I think that was what that was the program because obviously I watch a lot of shit when I'm i've been recovering for the last six months and they had like a woman who she said my toilet's so clean you can drink water from it and she had and they measured the, the <laughs> germs in it and then she literally got a glass and went into the loo and she goes look i'm going to drink this and i was like uh retching that's just i don't I, I don't want my room to be ever that clean that i want everyone anyone to drink from it i just, just that's just, just
2: the thought of that oh just the thought of that makes me want to do a face like that puffer fish
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it, they had tested it to see that it only had one percent germs but still
3: that's it still that coming out had the had toilet
1: to down it i'm <laughs> sorry i don't care exactly. because a brand new toilet i would right. never drink from it
0: oh my goodness <laughs> this is a good one hang on actually let's, let's let's go to one of alice's actually let's that's the uh, evening uh, alice let's talk this is a tweet from laughing labia it's your night nice.
4: Yeah, I was thinking I one I get one of my tweets out um because Sushila the was there as well that oh, was yes, that night we will that was <gasps> one of the big nights so we filmed it for next up comedy and wow. because we wanted to film it in May 2020 but that didn't happen because of corona so it took until now until we were able to shoot it again and yeah so that was pretty exciting and So, so this I, I just
0: sold out show for our recording Next Up Comedy uh, with a fantastic lineup of female comedians. So was that live streamed by Next Up Comedy, but also available on record?
4: It's It was not live streamed. It was recorded and we will edit it and it will be online in February 2022. Two? Oh God, <laughs> the years have passed. <laughs> yeah. It genuinely is a great
1: night and um, you've been running it. Can I just ask, how, is it 12 years now?
4: Ten years? It is nine years. The next years years will be ten years. And yeah, it started off in a smaller venue and we have gone through a lot of different uh, things, you know, where more acts were on stage than audience, uh, people in the audience. And in Mm. another venue where I was, it was so it was a nightclub and I had to clean the chairs before the audience came of, I don't know, beer or whatever that was on the chairs. <laughs> so now it's in uh, a really nice venue. Yeah. <laughs> but you have a
1: very big following, you know, and, and would you say that comes from any social media kind of, because uh, even your online gigs were really well attended um, yeah. and, and internationally. So would that, would that be from um, any presence <laughs> on social media, Twitter, et cetera, or do you think it's uh, just a following outside of?
4: I think it's a mix, but I think I have a little bit of following through the pandemic. Somebody from a meetup group from the London International Lesbians she asked me if I want to do uh, weekly shows to keep the people entertained. And I didn't know what Zoom was by then. And I didn't know what with the pandemic, what would happen. But I started to put uh, up shows every week and uh, for free so that people can just join in and get over the lockdown depression. And it went really well, and a lot of people joined regularly. And for me, it was great because I had to write new material every week, and then I brought other comedians on as well. So it was just nice, and I think the people are quite thankful for that. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them come regularly to the shows because they enjoy it and they have a positive uh, image of the show from the lockdown. Well, I can
1: highly recommend it as, as both an audience member and as an act performing there. Um, You run a great night. And as a fellow promoter, I know how hard it is to get those bums on the seat. And, of as, course, as Julia runs a an night and you know as well.
3: You know, yeah, <laughs> every time it's like,
1: totally. ah, no one's going to buy tickets. And then, oh, you know, you get through the skin of your tooth. But um, well done. and keeping that going. Um, so this, this <laughs> is this this next one. You know? uh, this
0: is, so this is Craig's uh, from Accidental Partridge. I have to listen to it. Uh, it's a, a listening one. Hang on. Let me get it it's on. on. From the beginning.
1: Laughter is the best medicine, goes the old adage. Throughout the history of humanity, comedy has been a bonding experience, something shared, usually in kindness and jest, a way of breaking down barriers and building bridges, of
0: de-stressing a
1: situation, or making light of sadness, a touch of comic relief. From Aristophanes to Shakespeare, Moliere to Michael McIntyre, humans have devised many forms of humour, through satire to sarcasm, slapstick to situational, stand-up to sitcoms, spoofs to sketches. The art of laughter has been a long-standing and vital tradition in every language of the world. Well, not anymore. It seems that the woketeers want to gag gags, ban banter and make us all quit wit.
0: Oh, God. oh, no, that's enough. That's once is
2: Break, enough. I'm <laughs> lame. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. so, so um, a bigger question. Yeah. Go on. Go. This, so I just love this because this is from GB News. I'm a big fan of GB News because it, I think of it as the acorn antiques of news programs <laughs> because when they first started, there was, was like, you know, the, the sound wouldn't work and they'd get the guests' names wrong and things like that. And it's just, I, I just think it's awful. And they're all about, you know, free speech and as soon as you anyone says anything against them they get blocked and cancelled and um so this was a real big build up to a really boring news story about um people being too woke they they love having to go at people who are really woke and how, how free you know free speech has gone and i just love that it was such a really long build up that promised so much and then she used the word tears and oh my god Woke oh that
1: was the word hearing aids couldn't quite make up that word at the end oh my I god that it
0: was the build-up that so um, it there's yeah. a bigger bigger uh discussion obviously to have about the whole woke, woke comedy stuff and and gb news and, and what have you but um it was the, the build-up for me was just like are you literally just going to go through the whole alphabet for analogies yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like no come on stop. Yeah. You know, she went to the restaurant. Where's she
2: going with this? Where's she going? And then just a, just another boring story about people being woke, ruining comedy, which they I don't think they are.
1: The payoff wasn't worth the wait, was it?
2: No, it well, it, no. it was the worst which, preamble ever. I thought, Yeah, but, the punchline didn't uh, didn't live up to the setup.
0: Personally, love- I'd be more interested in the in the punchline. myself. I, I'm interested <laughs> to see what yeah. she's got to say next. But the lead up was bad. Sorry, I I,
1: I love your description of of, a GB news being like, I call antiques, you know, Miss Babs coming with a trolley. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, mean, when it first
2: started, I saw one of their news shows and there was literally two women who didn't obviously realise they could be in through a last screen on camera. I think they were cleaners having arguments behind (laughs) the newsreaders. It's very hilarious
0: we did um so we did the show um I did a show with uh, this show let's call it with um Callie Beaton when g b loose launched so there was a whole swathe of tweets about the sound and the lighting and the and the captions and all the rest of that and it was it was pretty ropey, and that was actually one of the reasons why Andrew Neil got so disenchanted but also there were other reasons. I mean, I still, I do, there are a couple of shows on, well, there's only really one show on GB News that I do watch. And I I do think that they became quite obsessed with cancel culture. But I've got to say, the amount of material that they go through, and it isn't just about comedy, obviously, the amount of material they go through, there's no shortage of material for them to actually, to go through. Mm. But, so, Mm. you know, Mm. I've got, I've got like an ear out, but when it comes to the comedy circuit, obviously you guys are on the front line. I, you know, I, I think that is questionable to sort of, it's like the Mark yeah. Twain thing, the demise of comedy is sort of uh, overstated, but I mean, actually, from your point of view, both of you, Alice and Craig, I mean, what is, what you know, have you experienced shutting down um, of comedy? Maybe it's not really your style of comedy anyway, but...
3: Um,
2: I mean, I think uh, as the Recent years have gone past. You sometimes see. You just know what's what's the right thing to say. If you personally, you just know what you can and can't say um, because it would cause offence. And it's not a question of being woke. It's just knowing that I don't want to upset people or uh, hurt people's feelings. Um, and you, you you watch certain you know you watch some acts and who don't realise that and uh, and it it. it it jars. It kind of, you know, you, you, it really sticks out when people don't take into account the fact that times have changed. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: Alice, what about you?
4: Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, I think it's a tr- tricky or an interesting line because some. But I think, for example, if I say something about Austria or make fun about these things, then I think I am in a position I can do it. Although, uh, having said that, Austria is probably not the best example. <laughs> but yeah. I well, think She's it's... been the elephant of the room. The I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about the hashtag. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, if you say something from your own experience or something, it's different than if you s- yeah.
3: uh,
4: say something about other people. So I've seen some people do it really well and really push the lines in a good way and some mm. people just like really push the lines way too far so well, maybe yeah, they're it, pushing the it, lines definitely. just
1: for the sake of pushing lines um you know i think i, I think it. i think it, it's <laughs> in comedy i think we get yeah, we we should have our own moral compass mm. and that sort of determines how you are out there um but i don't know if anyone's actually been shut down you know literally shut down i don't think we're at that stage where thank god where we've been told like that's it you can't or because you can't do this i think we're quite a great bunch of of knowing that you can have a discussion or bring topics up let's face it we're going to mm. offend someone always yeah. no matter what you say yeah, yeah, do, yeah. someone's yeah. always going to be offended by no matter what you say or do incidentally yeah. i'm looking forward to going on gb news uh, for a program called headliners um which is all comedians Ooh. And I do watch uh, Andrew Doyle, who's been a previous guest on here, uh, and I do really enjoy that. And I think that creates a space where you are able to have those discussions. Um, but, you know, this whole freedom of speech it is a two-sided thing. Sometimes we're going to have mm. to hear the unpalatable so that we can actually hear the stuff yeah. that we, you know, that's, that sort of yeah. tunes in yeah. with us. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a difficult line. But I'm glad to hear that neither of you have been (laughs)
3: cancelled. I
4: actually, I have been told I did a gig one time, and it was I didn't really realize that it was a little bit religious based. The gig. Uh, and this guy, he was very, really nervous before the organizer, and he saw some clips of mine online and uh, where I talk about being a lesbian, and he said to me before the gig, could you not do the things you do online? Because he obviously didn't want me to drop the gay bomb on his uh, religious <laughs> stage. <laughs> and and I, I was thinking, okay, I, I mean, I was really close to do it anyway, and I thought, why do I let myself shut down? But I did this gig with yeah. someone... So I was thinking, okay, I behave mm. and play in there. Those,
1: those G bombs, eh? Yeah. But I heard a similar I story think... at a wedding where I was told, oh, um, oh, could you not sort of talk about, you know, could you pass off as Greek, you know, could you not talk about? And I was like, oh my God, are you saying I can't no. talk about being Asian? Because, like, you know, some of them, you know, don't do the Muslim stuff. <laughs> He's actually racist towards the Greeks. I was like, what? Yeah. I can't believe this. Oh my god! I hope they're not watching. They're my Facebook friends. Anyway,
3: <laughs> right here we
2: Yeah. I was going to say one of the reasons I like I chose this tweet is because of the the, the account that retweeted it, um, Accidental Partridge, which is a great Twitter account where people unwittingly end up sounding like Alan Partridge. So that was the other side to this tweet that I really liked.
0: Yeah, and it was it was very pastiche intro. It's like oh, no, it's
3: just. But in in fairness,
1: most of it most of it is quite appalling. You know, like there's only two that I've seen which is involving comedians.
2: Yeah, I've seen that one with comedians. and I enjoy that. Yeah, but everything else
1: in you know, oh, I don't know, they need to kind of up their game a little bit more.
2: They did something about uh, veganism recently, and it was just so hack and so so um 1990s just you know on the lines something along the lines of you know i've got vegan friends who, who look real and they're, they're too weak and i just think oh really we're still, some,
0: some of it is, 2021. We're still doing vegan hack. jokes yeah, that is yeah. true. um so uh <laughs> martin's saying that clip's not looping she's still speaking <laughs> quite possibly she's still in the intro she might have just come back yeah. to the intro yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, um, so can we can we lighten the mood a bit now? Um, well, we've uh, got we've only really got
0: two tweets uh, tweets left what from the got? guests. We've got well, very you couldn't lighten the mood more than with Cher surely. So Alice's share uh, tweet are here. Oh
4: yeah, I brought her in. Oh my God, I love Cher and I think I subscribed to her Twitter. And I just don't understand half of the things she says. She's very interactive, though. She says goodnight to everyone and people, thousands of people respond to it. And this one, I don't don't know, this was one of her latest tweets where she said, uh, Uh, thought supply chain problem would ruin, and I assumed it meant Christmas, swag. But I think the things we made are cool. If I wasn't me, I'd want them i'm not quite sure what you talked about love, but i yeah. i just love her i mean yeah. <laughs> i've just started I, to follow her and i'm looking at some of
1: these tweets you're right they don't never makes any sense
2: they're bonkers yeah. aren't they i i follow share as well which as a gay man is kind of in my contract really yeah. and i agree that she's 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 hilarious and I sometimes she doesn't realize how hilarious she is i think it's
0: quite yeah. cra- it's slightly crazy so yeah. i mean it's almost like trying to break down a riddle. I don't know if we get a prize or something, but swag. I mean, for a start, <laughs> she's not used the word Christmas as a Christmas tree. Fine, swag. How British is the word swag? It's mm. like she's, you know, this is like written in a sort of, uh, you know, I don't know, comedy.
2: She's voice. a Victorian burglar. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. Before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the yeah. things we made are cool. Yeah. If I was, if I wasn't me, I'd want them. That sounds a bit like hey, there's some really great gifts out there. I mean, I've got them all, but...
3: You know, yeah. I
4: yeah. I mean, she, she yeah, got yeah. her new perfumes out. I bought a share perfume, or I got it, actually, for my birthday. <laughs> I, got, I got the share perfume. And it, I was really looking forward to it, but it smells like um, Old Lady, which is maybe not surprising. Maybe it's not surprising. Yeah. But I can't wear it, because I feel like it sm- almost smells like my grandmother. But she got more perfumes now, so I'm... <laughs>
3: I mean, she old
4: enough to be your grandmother, yeah. She's yeah, Alice. I mean, it's I just... do, I love her so much. I don't want to talk yeah. bad about her, but no, she's
2: amazing.
0: She can take it. I mean, it's just like the picture yeah. of Dorian Gray, like she's but bo- she still looks yeah. like not as old, but she's just bottled, bottled her oldness in the perfume or something. She looks like
3: 15, she's fabulous. <laughs>
1: I mean, she still looks amazing, doesn't she? Wasn't there news of her uh, 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 like not feeling quite well? I loved her in um, Mamma Mia, the film.
4: Yeah, and the second one. She is a great actress. Actually, she has done a few movies where she's really good, and the singing voice. And I've seen a lot of her live shows where she sings, and she's really funny in them. So I, I just, I'm a huge fan. Her Twitter yeah. this uh, confuses me a bit because I just don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's really uh, doing okay
1: because she has on Twitter how many fans? Yeah, let Well, I'm going to Three point nine bag. million, so a lot of people are like, still loving yeah. her. Uh, yeah. And just as well, yeah, yeah. she's got you know she's got an amazing body of work behind her. Let's face it, this is someone who should be you know admired. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah yeah. And, yeah. and we're all saying as we get older, things that we just don't maybe don't make mistakes. I mean, I have been reading some of these. They're, they're, they are hilarious. Um, Craig, you
0: chose to tweet you here from BBC Arts. Um
2: Yeah. Yeah, go go for it. So this was this was um it just really um sort of struck a chord to me, really. I, it was a very short film about a guy who's in an abusive relationship with another guy, a controlling relationship. And it's only you know a couple of minutes long, and it just it's just really powerful, really well done. And it's got the fabulous Ruth Maddock in it as well, mm. so why wouldn't you love it? But it's really um, very touching and it, it, very thought-provoking. There's humour in it. It's just such a well-done short film. Um, I just I saw it, and I just, uh, I just couldn't stop watching it. Uh, I watched it a couple of times because, I, I don't know, it just really captured uh, this guy's life and, how, and he's, how he was feeling so well.
0: And so I saw it, and I thought, I did, yeah, it's a drama short, isn't it? Because I could immediately thought Ruth yeah. Maddick, obviously, highly High uh, fame. I thought it might be like a comedy sketch. She's so
2: good. At it. She brings a lightness to it, but it's such a good, uh, powerful film. Yeah.
0: Cool. And this, is this a couple of minutes, that clip, is it, I think? It's a co- yeah,
2: it's about two or three minutes. Okay. Well, well like, I'll just get, listen,
0: I'll, I'll urge yeah. viewers and listeners to yeah. go, in to yeah, go yeah, yeah. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check that one out. Um, I'm just trying to think, what's it called again, sorry? It's Got, what's the actual name of oh, skinny fat skinny, skinny fat skinny fat drama shorts okay cool so, i think
1: that's a great thing about twitter is that you know you, you can get those recommendations mm, and yeah. things that you might not normally watch yeah. and you think oh someone's exactly, watching yeah. this i wonder what and if you, yeah, if yeah. you sell it on in your you know, 140 characters
2: yeah you and the guy who was in it to, yeah. the guy who was in it retweeted it and i um, tweeted him and said how much i enjoyed it because if i enjoy something often i'll
1: tweet the yeah.
3: person and say that was just brilliant yeah
1: that's, it's that's nice. a nice personal to touch, isn't it, to be able to sort of tell someone that they've enjoyed yeah. their work. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we like at the end of a gig, really, but you know, obviously not what's <laughs> done happening happening right there. Um, but yeah, thanks. Is that is that all your tweets, guys? It is.
3: I think We've that's got all. Through, oh, good,
0: uh, okay. we got through everyone's tweets. Can
1: can't we do the can't we do the team Taylor and team Houston? Can't we can't we finish? Oh yes. The Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, <laughs> <yeah, yeah, laughs> yeah, yeah, think it. we should that's have a good one
0: a, to end on, isn't it? yeah was a a late entry. Th- um, the singers
1: the thing uh, so i you know because i'm always like conscious what's what's you know trending so i saw that um Whitney Houston was trending, and for a moment, I just had this moment of like, Oh my god, no, she's, she's dead! Back. Oh, I was really like, I was mortified, I was like, Oh my god, poor Whitney! And I just really felt I've loved them. all her songs. I was like thinking, then for like I said, because the old age is getting in, and I was like, Oh no, 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 she died a few years ago, so that's okay. So I'm just like reliving that trauma for no reason. But then it was really because they're comparing, um they're saying Taylor Swift is like the new. Um, Whitney Houston, and they're saying like, and also Adele. Like with the, Adele came into that conversation, so I was looking at all of those. So, are we Team Whitney Houston, who's a dead person? So we're basically matching oh, a dead person with a person that's alive. No, so I'm not sure that's a fair sort of thing. So Whitney Houston, Team Whitney, or Team Taylor Swift? Uh, uh, Craig, Whitney or Taylor?
2: Or, or both? Or both. I, I would. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Taylor Swift, but I would be Team Whitney because she was. Uh, she was huge you when know, I was sort of a teenager and going into my you know adulthood. Um, she was huge, and I just always admired her voice and uh, attitude, and um, and just I don't know. I, I mean Taylor Swift, yeah, she, I'm sure she's great for me. She it always seems like she just sings about things uh, like people that have broken up with her, or you know the queue at the, at the toilets was too long, or you know she'll just make a song <laughs> about anything that went wrong, basically. That's a that, though. Whitney
4: wants to dance with someone, you know. Alice. Well, I would say Whitney Houston as well, but funny enough, I have a Taylor Swift signed CD at home. (laughs) Oh, my God, you've got a signed CD. And it's not out of the wrapper. I can explain that. It's not for me. A friend of mine in Austria asked me to order that for him. So... (laughs) But now I have it, so I have to mm. maybe say both of them because I feel a bit mm. bad to have. That's <laughs> hilarious! That you've got signed.
1: sign. You know, it's not her that's signing it. It's probably some like little intern,
4: possibly. Yeah, but don't tell my friend in Austria. No, I won't. No, mm. friend <laughs> in Austria, <laughs> it's definitely no, Taylor,
1: Taylor. Taylor. Taylor's yeah, finished, yeah. done that. So okay, so you're kind of 50/50. <laughs> Julian, have you got a?
0: No, not at all. Uh, I don't see why we have to have these sort of terrible comparatives I don't get it it's like you're not they're not really comparing
1: no, to... but it's more than more than what like like Craig was going his childhood blah 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 it's more mm. that and you know Alice it's bit fun Julian
0: <laughs> no I know but yeah but I'm now quite miserable when I come to these sort of things so oh well sort of, I have to say you know, I'm gonna
1: go for um, team Whitney for the same reasons that Craig said I do actually like Taylor Swift I think she's great uh, but it's it's also I think music is such a big part of music is about nostalgia and like yeah. moments in your life where, you know, like that's why I'd love Cher. Cher's music, you know, obviously sort of soundtracks of my life. And that's why we're gonna go and also she's, you know, she's dead. So, you know, and the music still lives yeah. on and I and I think that she wasn't a diva and we don't have many of those proper divas. Team Paul McCartney.
0: Come on I'm quality job. Paul McCartney job.
1: <Yeah>. Oh
3: my God, look at the hair.
0: There you go. (laughs) This is from, so it was basically sort of Paul McCartney uh, night on BBC Two last night. And there were a couple of um, shows. There was one kind of compilation of a lot of the more recent gigs he'd done. And then there was uh, the Cavern gig he did. Uh, I can't remember how long ago that was. It was 2007, something like that. But there is a clip of um, Stuart McConey, the broadcaster, who I wish I'd got my camera out when I was watching this on telly. It was a clip of Paul McCartney in the studio with Duke George Martin and Russell Harty's coming in to interview him, uh, and he's doing the mixing on Pipes of Peace, which was like 1980 something. But he's wearing this like crazy Burton's jumper, um, and uh, it's sort of like yellow with sort of brown lines, and it's uh, Stuart. McCallie it's like he's saying, just
2: come from the golf course.
0: It's a total golf jumper, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or as Stuart says, Macascali Mac- casual look in 1983. Mm. Sorry, it's boss. But um, anyway, I thought I'd very cheekily squeak that in. No, oh, that's
1: fine. I don't just want to acknowledge Martin's funny joke there about it being open, um, doing open university. Open university. <laughs> doing a yeah. little open university <laughs> yeah. there, Wasn't there a big sort of fight off or of something recently with, with Macca and someone else? Oh, oh um, Mick Jagger. Was there a big, they had a yeah. kick off or something? Celebrity death
0: match. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I I'd know. seen,
1: maybe I dreamt it, but I thought they had a, some sort of <clears throat> a little spat um and, and other people getting involved but you know it's, it's, they're all done well to get to this age and still be singing quite frankly i saw um mm-hmm. uh, mick jagger in, in the park a few years back and god for i think he must have been in his 70s we could move around that stage
0: yeah and that's good good stuff now guys thank you so much we've got through all your tweets which is fantastic don't often get to that point um and before we sort of leave you, we'll hang back in the green room so we can say proper goodbye briefly but uh, just let everyone know what you're doing next whether that's live or online or or anywhere really Alice what are you up to in the near future
4: so I have I wrote a book Uh, I wrote an anti-self-help book and I will release that in February ready for Valentine's Day and after the dry January so I think everyone maybe needs an anti-self-help book then
0: (laughs) (laughs) good timing that's great who's publishing it
4: uh, myself i go oh, uh, the route of self-publishing yeah i tried it with a few uh, publisher but i think the only ones who would have published it they wanted me to pay for it so i thought if i pay for it then i'd rather do it myself and i have somebody who did the graphics for me so then i can have it like i wanted or like it was planned because when you go with a publisher you have to <laughs> yeah, find you definitely won't have it you. like you
0: want
3: it then
4: yeah um, yeah oh you've
0: avoided dealing with publishers Good result, yeah, I say. Yeah. I think Let's see how work. I feel
4: yeah. in in February, <laughs> but for now, uh, it's it's going all the self-publishing route, and I think that's maybe for now the best. And we will. I can reevaluate maybe later. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, brilliant! That's, I wish you
0: luck great. with that. Thank you, Craig. What
2: about you? Um. Yeah, gigs coming up. Um. I think this Wednesday, I'm in a uh, place. Called Eastern on the Hill in Northamptonshire. And then on Saturday I'm in Pudsey in Yorkshire, yeah, keeps coming up. And I'm also currently writing series two of my podcast, Trish of the Day, which I was I've been trying to do for ages, but things get in the way. But yeah, I'm I'm actively writing it again now. So that hopefully that'll be out in the new year.
0: What is Trish of the Day exactly?
2: It came out of lockdown. Yeah. So during the lockdown, I had an idea for a couple of little sketches so I I videoed them and put them on my YouTube channel and I I, I did it as this character this woman called Trish and I quite liked her um, and I introduced some of her world into the videos and then I thought what if Trish did a a podcast so um, it's like a magazine uh, like sort of a you know this morning sort of magazine program it's only 15 minutes 15-20 minutes and she has um, a, a regular guest and other guests talking about things like Matter, ghosts, alien abductions, beauty tips, things like that. Yeah, the usual. The usual.
0: Excellent yeah. stuff. Cecilia, did you want to plug the cottage while we're here? We might. So oh,
1: we? yes. Well, um, we've got uh, once a month. Both of you are playing in the new year. And uh, we've got a company called next Friday. It is sold out. But uh, if you want to get tickets mm-hmm. when Craig is performing in January the 28th, uh, you can start buying them now if you missed out this month. And it's in Redhill. Great night. Every November we collect for the local food bank. And so if you are coming to bring along any dry food items and we'll pass them on to St. Matthew's local food bank, which are busier than ever, I've been told this past year, sadly. So, yeah, come to the Comedy Cottage, award winning comedy club with award winning comedians.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. I I should very quickly mention SE1 Comedy, which is a night I run near London Bridge. Uh, we are on Thursday, the 2nd of December, and we've got Shazia Mertz, uh, Faye Tracy, and Alex Keeley. So that's the plugging done. Uh, we should actually plug, plug the show as well, um, which is, um, well, obviously, uh, follow Craig and follow Alice on their relevant uh, handles, which is Craigito, which is a lovely word to say, uh, and Frick Alice, uh, Frick underscore Alice, I should say. Uh, their um, handles are sort of scrolling above us on the timeline. Uh, on the little Twitter, uh, what's they call that, ticker, not Twitter, the ticker that's been going above our heads with all our other details. As I say, you can catch up with all shows and all clips on YouTube. So please do give us a subscribe there. Please do follow us on our Twitter account, obviously. And if you feel so inclined, we've got an account with buymeacoffee.com where you can uh, make as generous or not so generous donations as you wish to. Uh, and, but please catch us again. We will be here next week. Uh, we've got comedian David Mills with one other guest to be confirmed. Uh, so we'll be here next Sunday at uh, 8 o'clock. So all that remains for us to do in unison is just wave goodbye to our streamers. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Take care.
0: Bye, bye. bye We hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Please do check out the other podcasts in the series. If you go to our website, www.letskilltwitter.com, you'll find all our previous shows listed and you can find links to the YouTube versions as well as audio files. If you'd like to support our work, you can do via buymeacoffee.com. If you go to their website, you'll find a Let's Kill Twitter page set up for donations. But anything you can do is much appreciated. A like, a follow, a recommendation to a friend, it all counts. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to be in your ears again very soon.